Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Nice, Kate. Thank you. Mm. That's um, thanks to thank you to Mardo at Ferns Hideaway for that little gem. <laughs> yes, I know. And we are back on terra firma, mm. off the uh, sensationally bliss Pumpkin Island. Evicted off the island. Our time <laughs> was up. Australia voted. <laughs> no, look, it was uh, quite a rainy, still calm, but rainy, cloudy day when we left, and. We both said, wouldn't it actually be, as, as a contrast, still lovely to be here during the rain? Oh, yes, please. It forces you to do less, I think, when the weather's like that. I know. Well, our, our lovely neighbours in the cottage next door, Bella and Berry, uh, came and said goodbye to us and were going back to pick up their books and lounge around in the rainy day i was like oh not fair i know and <laughs> wayne who has a south african and i think uh, connection to dutch descent uh, had mentioned that pancakes are normally on the menu when the weather is like that on the island Ooh, yeah. so that's what we missed out on pancakes in paradise mm. <laughs> jasper woke up and said I think it's a movie day today. Did he? Yeah. And I think that's the other part of it, you know. So pancakes and a movie on Pumpkin Island while it's raining. Take me back. Mm, well, we definitely will be going back. We know that it is such a special place and I think it's stolen a little piece of our hearts. So, look, if we win Lotto, we'll be going back. And if we don't win Lotto, we'll be going back. So, Okay. Caravan versus motorhome. Oh, come on, you got to say it better than that. Caravan versus motorhome. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, it's like that. Well, look, we've had, as we mentioned, so many questions and comments from our YouTube episodes on our social media platforms, <laughs> even emails through our website asking us, you know, what do we like better? What's, you know, more cost effective when it comes to fuel so many questions around is the motorhome better is the caravan better so here we go we've broken it down into i guess six categories that cover off what we think are the most important considerations but before that yes good point we have four questions mm. that we felt frame up our responses and they are number one how will you use the vehicle you end up in? Mm -hmm. Number two, what type of traveller are you or your family mm -hmm. or you and your partner? Number three, your budget. And number four, where will you store it if you're not you know, full-time? Full yeah, yeah, great questions to consider. Okay, so the six segments, starting with number one. Set up and pack down. I think this is... Um, I mean, this is a really interesting one because there are pros and cons for both 
types of vehicle. We have found the setup and pack down speed and ease of the motorhome fantastic. That was yeah. the sole reason that we decided, yes, we will take up that offer. We will take the motorhome because of Paul's injury with his ankle. Let's make it really easy for ourselves and avoid everything that comes along with towing a van and unhitching and stabilizing and leveling and all of that jazz, right? Yes, it certainly has made it easier to manage. Yeah, but interestingly... I think we find leveling up the caravan a much easier process than the motorhome. So there are pros and cons to both. I think because with a caravan, you've got your jockey wheel, uh, but then you've got your four stabilizers that, although you don't want to rely on them to manage the weight bearing of the vehicle, they can adjust it just slightly and give you, you know, near perfect leveling. Mm. Uh, look on the on the higher end of of motorhomes, you can get all sorts of bells and whistles that have stabilizers and levelers and electronic this and that. And gee, doesn't the price point skyrocket? Yes, most definitely. Uh, but finding a site for setup and pack down in the motorhome is easier than maybe finding something, depending on the size of your rig. But certainly for us, driving around and looking for that site that's going to fit everything and you know, it's flat enough and all of those sort of mm. things. I felt there's a quicker, easier choice option with a motorhome of this size. That's right, because basically you drive your vehicle in, you park it up, you level it if need be, you pull out your awning and you are pretty much done. Yeah, look, That's with the motorhome. It, it really is the hitch, unhitch and, mm. and those parts of it. You know, you've still got your water and your power to connect yourself up and your grey water or grey host but there's definitely less time needed mm. and it is definitely easier to set up for the motorhome yes okay segment number two was ease of driving and i think that you should speak to this sure well now that i'm an expert <laughs> <laughs> no all jokes aside uh i have as you know had experience driving both the motorhome and towing the van with our hilux of late and the main thing that i have found and the difference between the vehicles is whilst it is awesome to be in your own tow vehicle you know your tow vehicle i love driving the hilux it's comfortable towing a caravan does it does take it out of you you your level of concentration required every single minute that you are towing that van is very high and it can be very mentally fatiguing mm. the motorhome on the other hand feels like you are driving a high-end suv it's got beautiful power steering it doesn't feel like you're driving this big bus when the trucks and other vehicles pass you. You don't feel the pressure or any pull or mm. sway. So there's lots of elements that make driving the motorhome a much more enjoyable experience. Yeah, certainly. And then you add in weather, particularly rainy days, windy days, and towing the van, even with the electronic stability control, and all of the rest of it, you know, with our particular Elko hitch that we have, wonderful in uh, reducing sway, but it still is a lot more to con concentrate on. Yeah, you're right, mm. definitely. Now, on the plus side for having the tow vehicle and the van, what I love about us being in the Hilux is that 
we're all together in very close proximity. So if you're a traveling family or there are more than two of you in the vehicle, if you're in a motorhome, the additional passengers are a fair distance away. So having small children with Jasper, for example, that does make managing him a little bit harder. Um, Paul was getting quite good at throwing snacks back to Jasper when he'd yell out to us that he was hungry. We don't have those issues in the Hilux. And the other noticeable difference is the noise levels. Obviously, driving in your own tow vehicle, you know, it's it's a quieter experience mm-hmm. than being in the motorhome because you are literally in your home that is on wheels moving with all of your stuff in it. So you are going to hear the rattles in the cupboards and the ambient noise from inside the motorhome. And so for us, that was a big, oh, wow, okay, this really is a noticeable difference at how much noisier or louder that that background noise is in the motorhome. Yeah, we chose to speak louder <laughs> and occasionally just turn the volume knob yeah. up a little. Yeah. Uh, but it is noticeable. Yeah, definitely. I, I think particularly for passengers like Jasper traveling further back in the motorhome because you're right opposite the kitchen, you can hear the things rattling around in the drawers as well. Okay, number three, accessibility and mobility. Yeah, again, really interesting differences here between the motorhome and the caravan and pros and cons as well for both. So what we loved about the motorhome was the ability to stop at places along the way. So we knew we were headed to Byfield National Park as our first major destination. We needed to grocery shop prior to getting there. So we pulled in to Coles. We found a great uh, area towards the back of the car park where the delivery trucks come in and we could easily manoeuvre the motorhome there, park it up, go in, do our grocery shop and we're off. Not as easy to do. When you're towing a oh, caravan, look, I, I probably, <laughs> you just can't do that. I probably wouldn't do it unless we were going to Bunnings, um, you know, and they've got pretty wide car parks. We have interestingly found one location in Maryborough mm. that has this massive open kind of dirt vacant block of land and across one side of the road is an LD. across the other side of the road is a Bunnings yeah. and down to the back left-hand side of it is... Your majors, Coles, Woolies. Big and sh- W, I think. <laughs> yes. But that is a unique situation uh, to be able to pull the caravan into somewhere and have access to all those services. Generally speaking, hands down, much easier in the motorhome. That's right. If you need to stop along the way, much easier in the motorhome. Whereas, you know, if we're talking about the other side of that coin, once you get to your location and you park up, with the caravan, it's amazing, right? You unhitch, you've got your tow vehicle, you can run into town, you can pick up your groceries, you can go for a day trip, you can do whatever it is that you want. If you go, oh, my goodness, we forgot to get, off you go. It is super mm. easy. In the motorhome, not so much. Once you've set up, then everything has to get packed down, locked away securely, and your whole rig has to move with you to go and get what you need. So definite pros and cons there. From a mobility point of view, I think it is easier, particularly around fitness level, to get in and around the motorhome, Mm. opposed to the caravan, 
with all those things that come with longer setups and pack down time, hitching, unhitching, etc. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you on that. The other consideration with this is, you know, where do you want to camp? If you're a caravan park person or are you somebody who wants to get off the beaten track a bit more and free camp in places that are harder to access? That is a big consideration for the motorhome versus caravan. Um, obviously, with the semi-off-road or an off-road caravan and a four-wheel drive, you can be going places where you're just not going to get in a motorhome. And that goes for day trips too, right? Exactly. The way that we have really separated the two is deciding whether you are about the journey more or are you about the destination. Mm, It's a great way to put it. So if you're about the destination, then the caravan is going to be a a much better choice for you because you can get to your location, unhitch, spend a week or two weeks, and then take off in your tow vehicle and really explore the region and have an opportunity to have probably more activities, Mm. you know, having a four-wheel drive with you. If you're about the journey, then the motorhome is going to suit you better because you can stop at a lot more places along the way. Uh, The smaller towns, the smaller activities and tourism experiences. So that's the way we like to look at it, journey or destination. Yeah, fantastic. I think that's great. Okay, moving on, safety and security. If the idea of being able to jump straight into the driver's seat and head off is something that makes you feel more secure, then hands down, the motorhome is a better option because you can literally roll out of bed if there's an issue outside and you need to hightail it, jump in the driver's seat and you're off. You know, of course, assuming that your awning's not out, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you're connected, but that is a a valid point for feeling secure. Yeah, look, we haven't had a threat that has been, you know, human-based, direct threat to us uh, at any stage during this journey. Nope. We have met people that carry wasp spray, other different kind of bug sprays, you know, bug off, mate. Yeah, personal alarm devices and whatnot. Yeah, and... Look, if if more than anything, that's going to give you some comfort. Yes, that's right, Paul. I think it's about peace of mind, really. Um, so don't let safety and security be a determining factor for you. But if that is going to give you peace of mind and help you sleep better at night time, then definitely do take that into consideration. Okay, costs. Mm, this is a big one. We've got lots of questions about this. Primarily uh, was around fuel costs. Mm-hmm. And there are so many variables to try and navigate to give you a clear winner here. So I'm going to break down a few things. Mm-hmm. Firstly, largely the costs on fuel are determined by the size of the rig you are towing, mm-hmm. even the size of the drawbar because that length or shortness of that can determine how much air is getting in and around and causing drag on the vehicle. Uh, the weight of the vehicle is a huge one. Mm-hmm. The speed that they, you are traveling. From what we have found, the motorhome has been more fuel efficient than the caravan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes down to it, the two major determining factors have been speed, mm-hmm. slow down, yeah. And weight. 
Yeah, and that's a really good point. I mean, obviously, we're in a motorhome, but we don't have anywhere near our usual belongings with us. So it is hard for us to get a, I guess, a true um, comparison. Yeah, absolutely. It's just if you think you're towing three ton Mm. behind your tow vehicle, that's an incredible amount of weight. To be dragging along the motorway. That's right. And so I would say that the motorhome is more fuel efficient, but, again, just, uh, yep, slow down. Drop mm. some weight. Yeah. That'll improve things. It's pretty much what you say to me all the time, doll. Slow down, drop some weight. Yep. I say slow down to you and you say to me, drop some weight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, repairs. Final segment for us. We think that if you've got an issue with your motorhome and it needs to go in for repairs, no matter where you are traveling, you are going to be, well, one, without a home and two, without a vehicle. Whereas if you have an issue with either your tow vehicle or your caravan, you do have the other vehicle to either get you somewhere to stay or stay in while your tow vehicle is getting repaired. So in our personal opinion, having the tow vehicle and the caravan when you do have repair issues is a better situation to be in. Yeah, I mean, our perfect example and experience of this was being in the Hunter Valley and we had flattened the battery in the Hilux. <laughs> Jasper was still able to have a rest and sleep yeah. in the back of the caravan. Yeah. And then we decided that we wanted to get that checked and also get the Hilux serviced yes. at Toyota. And so, again, we were able to get that into the service centre. The courtesy vehicle dropped us back to the caravan yeah, that was amazing service, actually. It was very from good. From Toyota in Cessnock. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. But that would have been a different scenario had the one vehicle been both our home and our, our right. vehicle. Particularly, again, travelling with kids or pets is another consideration. Mm. So mm. there you have it. There are, I guess, our top six categories from all of the questions that we received on motorhome versus caravan. Look, I think the main thought from us is that if you are able to try before you buy, if you are currently considering traveling or buying an RV to get out on the weekends or do a trip away and you are tossing up between a caravan and a motorhome, if there is any way that you can try before you buy, we would strongly recommend you do that. It is exactly what we did. We hired a motorhome for three weeks because we thought that we were going to motorhome around Australia for two years, and we absolutely loved the experience, but we knew straight away that a tow vehicle and a caravan was going to be the perfect fit for us. So if you can try before you buy, that is fantastic. Yes, and some dealerships will allow you to take the higher cost off the purchase price. Mm and therefore reducing your your overall cost. So that's a great deal. And if you can find that, jump on that. Uh, And if you can't, then ask for it. Definitely. That's a great idea, Paul. And look, I guess at the end of the day, it's really working out what is the best fit for you. Like considering those four questions that Paul mentioned at the very top of the podcast and figuring out how you want your experience to be and what you want it to look like and what you want it to feel like, that is going to give you more so than anybody else's opinion, 
that is going to give you an idea of whether you are a motorhomer or whether you are a caravanner. And then to throw a curveball in the mix, the alternative version of this is a combination of both, and we've seen it on the road. However, it's going to cost you a lot more pennies, is to have a motorhome, towing a tow vehicle or a motorbike, you know, a little nifty 50. Yeah, it is a great way to do it. It and does get around some of those accessibility issues as well. Yeah, you kind of could end up with the best of both worlds, but I would think it's going to certainly uh, push the price point even further north. Well, and then also things like fuel costs too. All of it. So, look, I don't think there is a perfect scenario. And, I mean, this goes for your setup and your rig choice, but also for getting started too. Mm -hmm. You know, we are such huge advocates of do what you can do now and get out there and start enjoying, you know, our incredible great outdoors. And if that means going for a weekend and pitching your tent while you're saving your pennies to buy a caravan or a motorhome, then do do that. Don't wait for the perfect time because there will never be a perfect time. Life has, as we all know in 2020, an incredible way of throwing things at us that we're not prepared for. So do what you can and get out there now. And if you can't even do that, watch content. And that is what we primarily we did. absolutely did. We watched family after family in different countries and different scenarios and guys that were renoing their V-dub to buses and travelling around the world to, mm -hmm. you know, travelling around their state. All of it inspired us and all of it kept us dreaming, thinking, our discussions changed. Everything then navigated our conversation and our thoughts and feelings towards how can we do this as a family? And that is the most important thing. So even if it's the only step you can take mm -hmm. right now, do that. Yeah, Find somebody and binge watch them and keep that <laughs> keep that fire burning inside you. And I think the biggest thing for us is that we thought, do you know what? If all of these other people are out there doing it, we, we can, can totally do, do it too. Yeah. So and that that was eighteen months for us of binge watching and planning and then we took the leap and we did it. So and do here, whatever you can. Here we are. Can you believe it? Almost a year <laughs> in. Weeks off being 12 months on the road, it is outrageous. It really is. Well, that's it for another week. We are looking forward to getting back and picking up our caravan, our home on wheels, and hitting the road again for more adventure. That's right. Only a couple of weeks off that happening. Next week, I think we're going to head out to another island getaway. <gasps> are you serious? Mm, stay mm. tuned for that. Okay, bring it on. We'd love you to connect with us on our social media and our website. And, of course, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. That's right. Every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m., we do release our family adventures on YouTube. If you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, please subscribe and share it with those that you think will love it too. Thanks again for listening. Dream big, look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey, feel the love.